Oh, what's up, y'all? Al Jackson. If you guys are in Chicago this weekend, November 10th and 11th, Friday and Saturday, come out and see me at the Comedy Bar in downtown Chicago. And with that, let's get to the show. It's pimping, dude. Doesn't have good fur. Yeah. You know who has good fur? We do. Is that a stink attack? I think it was. Did the podcast start? I think it did. I think I'm right. Welcome to My Safe Word is More. My name is Al Jackson, faithful co-host of Daily Blast Live, lucky father of three beautiful black children. Oh, oh my God. That's the first time you've thrown that in. Yeah. And uh, you know, I've been doing stand-up for 18 years. I am joined by the, not one, not two, anybody can have two Emmys, who cares? You know what I do care about? I care about three Emmys. And this person has them. He's the incredible Mr. Chris Clark. Chris, how are you feeling? Nice to see you. Feeling good. You look good. Chris is a happy person, and it comes, his face looks like yes. that all the time. Agreed. You just reminded me of something that I wanted to share, and I... <clears throat> oh, well, who needs to be reminded of something they need to share? So telling inside jokes to themselves? That person would be the two-time survivor, survivor appearance person. Sure. The one-time Amazing Race participant i was also an extra on caddyshack with my mother the incredible extra on caddyshack <laughs> really shined but the person that is never extra but i would say essential to this podcast is mrs corinne kaplan corinne how are you thank you i'm great yes, queen. Um, before i get into teasing what we're going to talk about today i wanted to mention this because i screenshot it and then obviously lost it in the photo album that i'm supposed to be dumping everything into um this is bumble and his name is rory I hate that name. He's 40. Um, shout out to Summer Reading, um, Connor, his twin brother that with the shitty wedding yes. story. Whose phone, goddammit? Chris. I turned mine off. Okay. Rory. Look how quickly friends throw each other <laughs> under the butt. That was Chris. We should kick him out. <laughs> okay. This guy, read what his job is. Okay. I'm reading. Should I say it out? Yes. I'll, okay. It is Emmy losing producer. Um ah! Uh, I thought that was funny. It's still, it's still a flex, though. It's still a flex because it lets I people mean, know that you got that close. Did you? It doesn't mean anything. But I was about to anyone say, who hasn't been nominated or won is my loser. mother hasn't won an Emmy. Right. I, was, I like I, I didn't, I didn't win a Grammy. Yeah. Like, so you yeah, can say that. But it, it does. It's a, it's a low key flex. Just saying, like, hey, you mm -hmm. know, what I'm saying, I'm in the business. Yeah. You want to get in the business, toots? Well, if he's in the business and lives in Denver, although Chris is in the business and lives, in Denver, I'm like, it's pretty rare. Um, it's rare. Yeah, although it possibly was in my catch, my cue, um, because I was in Los Angeles for Halloween. So we are going to cover to cover, discuss Halloween. I'm going to reveal my costume. You're going to reveal yours. Yes. Um, I am going to kick things off before we get to Halloween, all things Halloween, um, with what we're going to refer to as the pink ring guy. And okay, if you don't know what I'm talking about, why he's the pink that's ring right. Guy. So episode 43, I talked about how I, I just... I, I had a stroke during a date and <laughs> could not identify how to act like a human being. And um, I wanted to provide an update only because I have gotten an overwhelming number of friends and patrons and people have reached out like, is this real? Did you really do this? Like what happened? I have to know I what happened. I told you it was very jarring for me. It was. It was jarring. I know. 
I know. Um, Max said that he died of secondhand embarrassment. I mean, shout out Max. Almost everyone. So when I was coming to LA, um, I I was treading very lightly. As you guys know, Chris and Al demanded that I text him when we were leaving the last podcast. Oh, we stood over you like yeah. two bullies. And so I did. And I just I wrote, <clears throat> I'll just call it up real quick. Now, mind you, I was not planning on saying a goddamn word. I was trying to fall off the face of the earth because I couldn't stand and, and myself. And can you briefly recap your behavior? Because I was thinking that's how you know you had a bad date is if you told the person you had a stroke and they, they don't go, what? Oh, my God. They go, Well, I okay. didn't tell them that. I just assumed that's what happened. Like, Elise was like, well, where did you go to college? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, how long ago did you move here? I'm like, I don't know. I had a stroke during this date. I don't remember anything. I just kept talking. Basically, I told him that he he I'd love to have him over, but I have four toilets and there's a pink ring that develops over time. And I'm not sure if the pink ring is there or not. So that's how he's getting the nickname pink ring because six, seven is not that creative. I like that um, pink ring is your weird thing that you came up with yeah. but it's his nickname yes unfortunately he he's stuck with that yeah and that's i mean go back and listen if you can hear through the laughter of all of the dumb shit i did i asking him to say nice tits in arabic like i was a really horrendous state on my part he yeah. did nothing wrong he's no. innocent that's okay. why i forced you to call him. so they chris and al stood over me and this is what i texted this is the next day um i said <laughs> read the chain from last night clearly shouldn't text after my ambient how was your day and I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys, he messaged back. We have been speaking. What was the time between that text and when he messaged back? Four hours. He had to think about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or he's doing something, but he saw it within those four hours. And um, I have plans with him on Ooh. Saturday. So I'm getting a, you guys, this is what I'm saying. Like, if you need hope, if somebody's going to go out with me a second time after that fucking miscarriage of a date that's a good way to describe yeah, it's it. just a fucking miscarriage <laughs> um yeah so if i can get a second date with this guy then you can do anything you should and, go talk to middle schools yeah i mean <laughs> a lot of people are saying that they escaped you know being in prison in yeah. south america you're like guys i fucked up this street. i mean should i stop taking ambien yes will i no because this is positive reinforcement nothing bad happened he's hanging out with me again so I am going to follow up the rest of the details and everything else on Patreon. We we know we owe you guys a Patreon. We're going to be recording one. So if you're not a patron, you can join. You just have to look up my safe word is more on patreon.com.org. Yes. That biz. I think it's an app. I don't fucking know. Yes. Um, so after I get into the Halloween stuff, which we're about to do, I'm going to talk about uh, a Bumble mishap. And lastly... Um, I got some news on are we dating the same guy? Ooh. And then we're gonna get um instead of a listener email, we're gonna this is a listener story time. I have a fun story to share. Oh, I can't yes. wait. Yes. Okay, so let's kick it off. Okay, we're gonna both tell our Halloween costumes. You okay. wanna go first? I will go first because I'm sure mine was uh less interesting, uh, but still dope. Uh, we did it big on DBL once again, and I feel like this year, season seven are definitely our best. Halloween year, which is weird because we didn't go with like hiring a big, uh, yeah, you know, uh, literally a makeup production staff like we used in house. And they I were so good. I went as LL Cool J, and like Chris is really good because you'll always have an idea for a Halloween costume, but he's like, it needs to be relevant. And it's it was hip hop's fiftieth year of uh, of being recognized as uh, uh, music, and it was a big deal. And LL like kind of symbolizes. For real, for me, as just a, a hip hop junkie, he was like one of the first rappers that made it okay to be a good looking guy that women liked. 
and still be still have street right. cred. So he really symbolized that moment in hip hop and obviously what a career he's had. And uh, so I went as LL. I had the old school troop jacket. It was leather. I still have it. It's right behind this wall here. I am not giving it back. And I, uh, that's what it is. I will upload to Instagram. I met L. I have a picture with him backstage at a Comedy Central roast, and he was cool. He was very cool. Was he really? Yeah. He seems and like he's it. So fucking hot. Me too. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Maybe and we're at the same he, roast. Is he cool, Chris? Yeah, he's great. Thank yeah, God. Yeah, he's pretty great. Very yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and he like stood there, had a drink with me. He was very cool. All right. And right. holds up in person. Let's have sex. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Um, no, I did not have sex with him, I wish. Um, okay, well, speaking of sex, I, I brought so Al, if if you catch some video of this when we upload clips, he is wearing his LL Cool J chain and his yes, Kangol hat. I am. And I am wearing a piece of my costume that I completely forgot to wear. But it is a diamond ring that covers four fingers and it says slut. And this ring, interestingly enough, was bought. It was actually an expensive purchase back in the day. I bought this for New Year's Eve 2000. 2000? Yes. At a store. I was still in college and it was like 40 or $50, which was a lot of money for me at the time. All of my girlfriends, we each got one that said something else that was four letters. I picked slut. And um, we wore them out as like part of our New Year's Eve bit. And I have kept it all this time. I have never found a reason to wear it. And I thought, oh, I've got the perfect reason. Flew to LA and fucking forgot to put it on. That would be a great ring to have on if you, God forbid, you got in a fight in a nightclub. Uh-huh. And the other girl, they were like, we think you hit her. And you're like, bullshit. And they're like, well, she's got slut on her yeah. nine times. It's also a great ring like when I'm visiting Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Salt Lake, Utah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So, okay. So here was our costume. So I'm going to give you like the full the full idea. Originally, I was going to have like a black unitard on and I was going to have um, Japanese fans all over it. And I was going to go as OnlyFans. And Matt was trying to dress up like a pepper grinder. You see, this is the problem. He went on Etsy and found some crazy Asian woman who makes costumes so you look like a pepper grinder. Really? And we That's were gonna, all she makes? I, That's a very niche very, market. And it, they look ridiculous. But he was like, we're going to go as grinder and OnlyFans. But we couldn't get the grind. He he was like, this bitch isn't responding. We're like, She's booked? Yes. I go, it's got to take her like six months to make one. It's a ridiculous costume. It's a full pepper grinder with like the, the sphere at the head. I mean, it was That's idiotic. Kind of dope. It was. I mean, if you could. So he's like, well, I, do you think I could make it? And I go, no, I don't think you can make it. We have to pivot. So I came up with the idea. Um, I like like this particular type of esoteric sort of costume where it's conceptually like you you have to somebody asks, what are you? And then when you tell them, they're like, oh, my God, that's so great. The execution of this wasn't great, but we tried. So we both had matching detective costumes. So like a hat, like a magnifying glass, regular glasses, a bow tie. Um, it was all like a whole detective, plaid detective, like Sherlock Holmesy looking thing. Yeah. That we had matching. And then we ordered these belts, which I thought the whole time, I thought they just said fuck. That's what I thought they said. I didn't look very hard, I guess. Did you get them on the same side? You got slut or is that? No, no. The slut I got in person in Miami. Um, this was, I just Googled like fuck memorabilia and this belt came up and I, and they made it in it's um like adjustable. So anybody, any size can wear it. So Matt and I could get the same belt. It didn't have to be like a female and a male belt. It's size inclusive. Fuck. It is. And then when it came and I put it on, it doesn't say fuck. It says fuck me. Oh, which is a little more aggressive than I was trying to be. Anyways, the concept is that we went as fuck around and find out. Now what we had determined. Oh, I love that. Thank you. I love that. What we had determined is, oh, now I, it's I fuck me and find out. Well, you've got the clap. So, okay. So I'm going to show you, I didn't realize you never look on Instagram. I'm just going to show you the picture so that 
we'll put this on our Instagram as well. So we had like little pipes oh, for smoking. I love this. But the belt, you see, it says, fuck me. It's like a little aggressive. Why don't you cover it up with some black electrical tape? Um, Because I didn't realize it until after these pictures were taken while we were out. Okay. But here's the thing. So you can see on the lapel of my shirt. Why do you have the background whited out like you were at a White Lives Matter rally? I didn't like the background. Okay. <laughs> I didn't like the curtain behind us. Um, so the <laughs> um, so that we I had okay. So the concept was going to be that we were going to put condoms on our costume as part of the the fuck around part, and then he printed out. You can't see it in this picture. Uh, like a plan B, like the you know. Right. Okay, so like we were trying to get more things for the fuck around concept. So I like walk to like where he lives in, in West Hollywood. Um, I, I was able to walk to a CVS. So we separate, I go to CVS and I'm like, I'm going to get condoms. I go to CVS and when I'm there, I, first of all, every goddamn thing in Los Angeles is behind a glass case. Yes. You can't buy anything. I, I mean, any, everything. So I have to call for an attendant. It's like a, an, a museum of stuff you can buy. Yeah. And so like I call for, I, I push the button to call for an attendant. They're like attendant to condoms, attendant to condoms. And I'm just standing there and like, I'm not embarrassed, but it's just a little much because condoms are not expensive. So I'm standing there and I can see most like Trojan brands you're familiar with. Those three packs are all about seven or $8. And all I'm doing is scanning as the guy comes over. I'm just looking for the cheapest. So I say to him, I need the cheapest condom you have. Right. The absolute cheapest because it's I, I don't care. And I don't explain that it's because I'm not using it. Right. I just sound like a fucking lady raw dirty dog slut. over here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't you give, give me the fucking children's balloons. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I am not worried. So so he's like, okay, um, I'm not sure which are the cheapest. I'm like, well, use your eyes. Like I'm looking, like I'm scanning price, price, price. And then I was like, what are those on the bottom? And it, it, I had never seen anything like it, like the packaging, nothing goes. Well, those are only $4 because they're a sample. He's like, so you could be the guinea pig. And I'm like, I, I'm the guinea pig. Well, I was like, he said it jokingly, but I I, I was like, again, I, I'm not like, I'm not using them. I, like, but why I is there a picture of a pregnant woman on yeah. the box? Okay. So he hands me, I, so I get two boxes of them thinking, okay, like Matt and I'll each have like three condoms on our costume. I bring them home and Matt is getting ready in his bedroom. I'm in the guest room and I am in the guest room. I open each of the condoms. I pull them out. I stretch them out. And then I take a Kleenex tissue and I wipe all the lube that I can get off. And then I had safety pins and I safety pin them to my costume. And what? And Matt has safety pinned the condoms in their packaging. And he goes, oh my God. Oh my God. We have very different visions. Yes. You think you're going to go out with these condoms? Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> Like, you know, it did seem a little lewd. And he's like, well, why would you think that we would do that? Like, imagine, like, I'm not famous, but like, it just takes one person to circulate right. that picture. It's too much. Right. It's yeah. too much. Somebody who dated one of your exes would be like, this is this what yeah. your ex did. Aren't you yeah. glad you're with me now? Yeah. Yeah. That is so. I can't make it to the high school that reunion. Is super, they just... That is super gross. <laughs> it's like. I spent time getting the lube off the condoms. I was like, God, I never realized how much lube is on these things. All right. So then I say to Matt, now I'm pissed because I got these no-name condoms. You can't tell they're condoms. And thankfully, I travel. We used to, Joyce used to always say, if you build it, they will come. So we we always travel with a, a few Magnum condoms. There you go. Because if you build it. Yes. So I had Joyce only two. Queen. I had only two. So we each have one safety pin to our lapel because these other condoms were this like no-name brand. But here's the crazy thing. So I brought this prop in. So I open the thing and I see like, I'm like, what is this? Okay. 
So I'm going to show you. These are called My One Fit Kit. And the reason it's a sample is they have three different sizes. And this is what happens. See the colors? Okay. I'm going to read you the instructions. Step one, measure girth. Place this wide part of the fit kit against the thickest part of your erection. Then wrap the fit kit around like a belt. When the bright green arrow lines up to one of your color bands, this is your girth number. It's like a color wheel for uh, hung guys. Yes. And then on the other side, it's a full ruler with letters. And this one says, step two, measure the length. Place the fit kit at the top of your erection, measuring from the base of the penis to the very tip. The letter that lines up to the tip is your length letter. Are you curvy? Measure on the longest side. The long. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, you know, geometry is going to be. I don't understand how this isn't more popular. This is the craziest shit. So I'll give tell me you why it's not more popular as a man. Yes, That's very daunting. I mean, there's even a picture of how you measure it. Do you see? Yeah. I'm going to put all of this on Instagram, so don't feel left out, guys. But it is pretty great. Okay. Can I see? There's it? a, I mean, it's the shaft and the oh, okay. one let, ball sack. Let me, okay. So Corinne has handed me, it looks like uh, something that like a, uh, like a secondhand shoe store would have to measure your foot. Yeah. It's, uh, it's long and slender and it's just got different. I don't understand the color scheme. It's very like post well, 9 -y. This is the thing. That's why the condom uh, looks so wacky. It's an orange right now. I don't yeah. know if that is that warning. <laughs> well, the condoms were like one was like orange and red. One was like purple and you know it was. But I didn't know why. The, like that's why they were so unusable in their packaging because they looked so crazy. Turns out they correspond. So they give you a couple different kinds. So you sit there and measure, and then you pick the one that you're. You're yes. like I'm an A five. Yeah, but what happens when your erection goes after 0.3 seconds of doing of uh, algebra and looking at the goddamn QR yeah. code on the back of this thing? Now, here's here's a question, and uh, I'm I'm curious how you would think because I know as a man how I would answer. It says when you're measuring length, you measure from the tip to the base of your penis. Now, is the base where the balls yeah. meet the? Or is it where it where meets like your pelvis? No, fuck no. Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to give myself. No, not for this because the condom isn't swallowing both your nuts. We're looking at just what the condom's touching. Right. But like in, in basketball, if you're 6'4", you say you're 6'7". So mm. I'm trying to give myself a okay. little, I'm trying to put well, heels on. You can do that. <laughs> I'm trying to put stilettos <laughs> on my lips in. Um, <laughs> give that to Chris in case the QR code goes to something magical. He yes. Can, he can do can a little you research. Can you please look that up? Thank you. All You're right. Um, okay. So now moving on. So now we go to um, we go to a gay bar called Stash, like mustache. Oh, we also had mustaches oh. on uh, in the detective costume. There's a lot going on with this I know. costume. I, there was. And anyway, including we go... disgusting condoms. Yeah, that was a really really funny moment. Um, so we go to Stash, and um, I am going to tell you the story with all respect to victims everywhere. Um, this is what happened. I was it's standing. It's a pleasure doing this podcast, yeah, everybody. I know, I know. I was, look, we might edit this out. I was standing at the table with Matt, Matt's boyfriend, and like one of our other friends. And what this, kind of table? Like, uh, a, stand? like a high top. High like, top round yeah. table. Okay. We were outside on the patio, and this very good looking guy who's tall and like crazy good body, but we are in, we are in West Hollywood on Halloween. This is the gayest place you can be, besides right. maybe Palm Springs on Halloween. You know, like, this is, I know what I'm doing when I'm here. Right. This is base camp. So this guy comes over and he, he speaks sort of broken English, um, but he's obviously off his tits on Molly. Like he's so fucked up. He's by himself. I don't know where his friends are, but he's got his shirt off. He's sweating. He's grinding his teeth. And like, he comes over, but because he's like really handsome, 
you know, Matt and I are entertaining it. Why so, not? Why not take advantage? Yeah. So he <laughs> he's so he grabs my left hand and I had a ring on and he just he I thought he was just going to take my hand and kiss my hand. He started just aggressively making out with the ring that was on my hand. And I was like, hmm. That was like inheritance from my grandmother. Like, can you not? Yeah. And Wait, what do you mean? Now you got a. I have video. A, okay. I have full video. Okay, but describe it into so people listening, and then we can direct them to the video. When you say aggressively, make is he sucking on the ring yes. like a ring? He's pop? just making out with the the ring had like a pearl that sticks out of it, but he was just. I mean, I'm gonna let me. Let's just go. I'm very to the footage intrigued. so that you can just describe it for the listeners. Yes. Um. And okay, and how long now? You, okay. If you catch it at the he's, end of this he's video, he's snuggling her hand right now. No, but he's like licking. And he's nut. He's nuzzling. Oh, and he's he's okay. Now he kissed it once, kissed it twice. He's like a guy that like has never performed oral before, uh -huh. and now he's like, okay, I'll open my mouth. Oh yeah, okay. So I think he was trying to. He, and he well, has he has your hand like uh, a knight would have the queen. Like, yeah, it's an honor to hold your hand, and I'll protect you. So what happens is after he's making out with my hand for a little while, I realize he's making out with it. I'm laughing, but like I like kind of yank my hand back. And um, when I do, he just grabs both my tits, which is actually at the end of that video. It takes a second to see. Right. Just grab honk honk like yeah. both boobs. And then he, I like, I like kind of like stand back. Like I was just not expecting. I think that's a fair reaction. Yeah. And I think I that's like, a fair reaction. Huh? Like what is happening? And then he takes my hand and he puts it down his pants. Oh. Like. Immediately. And I was like, security. <laughs> um, so wait, when you say puts it down, I got assaulted at a gay club, which is like really hard to do. How does how does the physics work of him getting your hand down his pants? So what he did was he grabbed my hand. I didn't know like it happened so fast that he grabbed my hand. He used one hand to pull his pants down. His dick was completely out. And then he tried to put my hand on his dick. I yanked my hand back like pretty much at the moment. Wow. Um, I was confused as one would be. It's a crowded gay bar and I don't know what's happening. And like he went from making out my finger to grabbing my tits to shoving my hand down his pants in like, I don't know, under two seconds. Like it was so shocking. That That's like something they never teach in the women's self-defense no. class. They always have the guy coming up behind you saying, give me your personal. Yeah. They Not that. Caught in the uh finger lick tit grab yeah dicks combo swipe. yeah yeah I <laughs> that's, was like, a, that's an advanced black belt i just look like <laughs> and so we have this cut up footage of this because matt's boyfriend is not great at catching things on camera he has some of it like what you saw and a little bit more um what were, what were the other guys around the table because i mean if for, it, it, everyone was like they this became, is a densely yes very crowded table they became immediately aware that this guy is way too fucked up to be in, in the club right now yeah so we waved down security but security the security guard the guy is huge you saw him like he's like six four jacked and the security guy was like a little dude and he like he started running like away from him and the security guard was chasing him and like, I didn't see him again, but I don't know. I don't know how easy it was to get him out. Cause you know, you got that Molly strength. Yeah. It's not, it's not uh angel dust strength, but it's, it's up there. Wow. I mean, that's, that's why whenever I may have, you know, in theory, possibly maybe, of course I didn't, but in theory, if I ever did drugs like that, I would always think possibly in theory, I would want to do them in a hotel because yeah. I don't, the stimulation is too much. It's just too much. And I think a lot of people, the thing with, uh, and I have no, I don't know about this, but, uh, you know, I've seen in movies that people 
take keep taking drugs because they take a while to kick in, especially if, in, yeah, if you haven't taken them in a overdose. while. And it has a lot to do with the food in your stomach, how much you've had to drink, if you're hydrated. So if you're kind of good inside, it, they, it might take an hour and 15 in the movies I've seen. And so you've taken more than you should have. And maybe that's what happened to Homeboy. He might have just been like, oh, just, I'm gone off that. He he looks like he was not on this planet. No, and has I'm, no recollection of being there. I'm really confused as to how in the past, like, two months the fish show and this i had i was in a place i mean i'm i'm old enough that i shouldn't be in places with people doing the most <laughs> like people yeah. should really be a little calmer in this era of my life and yet here i am i i think it speaks to the fact cuz i wonder i don't think that d- the generation right above ours our parents were kick- maybe there was probably a lot more coke prevalent Mm -hmm. yes but like i don't i think coke was like so you could drink more and maybe there was obnoxiousness like sexiness to it yeah but i felt like now we're in the age where like grown-ups are doing what used to be club drugs yeah and so it's a different thing where you're like that's a grown man acting like a 19 year old at you know uh winter music fest Uh uh you know so it's it's like this interesting dynamic where you're like did I just have to have a 34-year-old man kicked out of the club on New Year's and I'm kicking it? Not New Year's, Halloween. Yeah. That's it's it's a different level. Yes. All right. Um well, shout out to security of, who did nothing. Yeah, they did nothing. I mean, I was not like to be clear, like I was fine. I just thought it was bizarre. And yeah. no, you had to stop a that. Bit of a notch on my belt. I was like, and Matt reminded me. <laughs> a notch on your fuck me belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, so nicely done. Yeah. Um Matt reminded me this all this has pissed him off to this day about 15 years ago. This is going to sound crazy, but my best friend Joyce was a publicist and she repped Lady Gaga in the very beginning. Wow. And she had a tiny little performance with Gaga and two little backup dancers on a tiny little stage at the Abbey. This is way before she was famous, obviously. And so um, Joyce is like, you know, you got to come, you got to come to the Abbey tonight. I got, you know, this new like artist performing. And I was like, all right. Like, I think back then I went out every night. Like, there was no, I'm tired. There was no I nothing. I totally feel you. Yeah. yeah so totally. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go. So me, her, Matt, like a bunch of other friends go. And I start talking to a guy in this, in the Abbey, which is, again, it's a gay club. And there's nothing, it's very, very rare to find the straight guy. And I ended up, he's actually the guy this podcast is named after. Oh. <laughs> yes. And I found him at the Abbey during a Gaga show before Gaga was anybody. And so Matt was so irritated he's like how do you always find somebody like he was thinking everyone's gonna fawn over him and his boyfriend right no <laughs> and you still hey still got it baby shout out he, yeah. I, I mean it's almost like a figure of speech like is corinne cute she could pull a guy in a gay bar exactly and like you really do it yeah i really do shout out yeah all right um so here's an adjacent story that uh i'm gonna keep the person's information out of it but i think it's a good story so i'm gonna tell it just say chris um, our executive producer he, yeah. he, doesn't <laughs> he doesn't want to be associated with this he knows he <laughs> so you guys al does not know the stories chris always knows them ahead of time and he's already shaking his head okay so um i was visiting matt and staying with matt but i was meeting up with another friend for lunch and that friend and i um we sit down for lunch we ended up i actually had never eaten here before uh, it's a california pizza kitchen <laughs> which I why, why I, did you say it like it's this niche hard to find restaurant it and, was like for poor people and what happened is we tried to go to a really ritzy restaurant and we were in Beverly Hills but the restaurant we were trying to go to it, I was so hungry it was a 30 minute wait and it was just obnoxious and this happened to be across the street 
And I was like, do they, cause I think I, I genuinely think like above the age of 11, you should not eat pizza. I think it's really weird. Like it deeply disturbing to me. Like mm. I would never, ever, ever order pizza anywhere under any circumstance. It's weird. So I said, I assumed all the years that I passed a CPK in a fucking airport or wherever, I just thought, I didn't know they got a bunch of pizzas and maybe one has avocado on it. And that's why it's California pizza kitchen. I don't know. <laughs> so it turns out they have a re real menu. And I was, you guys, I was so, I hadn't eaten in days. I was so hungry. And so my friend and I sit down, he orders like a cheese pizza and a salad. I get split pea soup and I swear to God, I have died Wait, and gone what? to heaven. Yeah. The split pea soup was better than fucking uh, Anderson split pea and Solvang. It's the best split pea soup I've ever had in my whole entire life. My grandmother used to make split pea soup and this beat my grandmother's. I was freaking out did for this them. happen during the great depression what why are you I eating saw, well, the roaring 20s i know and food? i was so hungry and my friend is like you're just gonna get soup and i was like if it's good it's all i'll need and they brought it was the hardiest thickest greatest soup i actually went i found a cpk in the los angeles airport when i was flying out and i asked and they only had tortilla soup it didn't have the pee yeah it rotates well it's rude they it's it's exquisite all and right. also shout out to you discovering California Pizza yeah. Kitchen, and then acting like now you're just down with it. Like yeah. now you're calling it CP CPK. It's like being like, look, I don't want to name drop. Uh, I've been to several bubblegum <laughs> shrimps. Yeah. All right. It's this new restaurant. I I really could. I mean, for a million dollars, I couldn't have told you that I assume they just serve pizza and mostly children ate there. Oh, I didn't understand. Wait, will you have pizza? No. No. If it's like Super Bowl party. No, no. Really? It's wildly high in calories. It has no nutritional value. And it is meant for children who are picky eaters who don't eat other things. No. No. Wow. I Not mean. Flatbread. Flatbread pizza. Flatbread. Sometimes Bigsby's Folly has like a prosciutto and mozzarella, like a crazy, you know. Okay, that's pizza's country uncle. Pizza. <laughs> no, it's flatbread. It's not the same thing. The pizza's flatbread. It's dough that's flattened. No. But there's, I, the, like. You just know. No. <laughs> no. 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 You I are you, incorrect, sir. I no. want you to be my lawyer and like the other lawyer has a great point about why I'm guilty and you just stand up. Your no, Honor, because no. Flatbread doesn't have crust. <laughs> flatbread is just a piece of bread. It's the same as having bread. Pizza if is there's cheese on like, it. Like, well, sometimes. Sometimes there's caviar or something else. Then it's no longer flatbread. Why? It's on a piece of bread. Then it's just a tiny plate for the caviar. Okay, well, agree to disagree. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> the point of the story is that I'm sitting there. We have the soup. Now, this friend of mine, he has asshole problems like I do. Okay. He's also a bottom. I thought and you meant dating. No. So, he's like, I, he's every time he eats anything, he has to go to the bathroom. And I'm sympathetic, though I'm not there anymore. Thank you. You got about another month and a half uh, before it wears off? Um, no, no, no. I am in pain, but I, I fixed the IBS stuff by not eating before 2 p.m. So in this case, it was not before 2 p.m. I was fine. I just had some soup. But he goes to the bathroom. After he comes back from Wait, the bathroom. At California Pizza? Oh, yeah. Every time I'm out and God forbid I have to pee in public, I have this thought at least three times. I'm like, who's shitting in Home Depot? Yeah. Who's shitting Well, I'll Marshall's? tell you. It's my friend. Yes. So okay. he's like, I have. And he he always like, we always, the joke is the call is coming from inside the house. Like it's a very small window. You know, eh, I got the call. The call is coming from inside the house. I got to go. So he goes to the bathroom. Every time he eats. Yeah. And so he, Jesus. I know, I know where, I know what's happening. I know that if I have to pee, I better use that restroom before he gets in there. So, all right. Oh, he does his business. He comes back and he's like, I'm really not supposed to have dairy. I was like, you just ate a fucking entire like personal pizza. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be okay. So I said, all right, you know, like, let's go. We're going to have drinks at Matt's. So like, let's go get snacks for the pregame. And we were walkable to a pavilions, which if you don't know, it's a grocery store. So we get into the grocery store and he just looks at me and he's like, I need a bathroom. 
And I know we're in trouble. So I'm like, okay, 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 okay. But I have to flag, you know, it's a grocery store. It's hard. You've got to flag someone down. And then they're like, back you behind the last aisle. The right. There's a code. I look back over and we're too far gone. So oh, I, no. I like, now I have to like, just like pretend like this isn't happening in the grocery store. So he like makes his way to the back bathroom and I like grab a basket and I'm like, <laughs> behind you know, him. No, I let him go. And then I just went back to the back. Oh, I thought you meant like a trash no. can, like he's going to shit in the bucket. No, 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 no. So he resurrects, you know, 15, maybe 20 minutes later. And uh, I'm in like the hummus section. And he's like, uh, I said, okay, uh, everything okay? He's like, I have to throw my underwear out. And I was oh. like, and he's like, and they were, they were one of my favorite pairs. And I'm like, okay, uh, okay, well, you know, th this happens. Yeah. And he's, I said, I told you, you could, you, if you can't have dairy, you can't have a whole fucking personal pizza. And he's like, you're right, you're right. And he's like, okay, um, I need, I need us to get an Uber though. And I was like, oh, but we could walk. I need to throw my pants out too. He goes, Corinne, I have one layer left. I cannot. I have to get an Uber right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Preferably one with not cloth seats. Yeah. 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 So, oh um, no. Yeah, he got shitty with it at a pavilions, and I was like, I am the best person for this to happen in front of because, like, I am so sympathetic. But it was so wild to watch the whole thing the cascade of how quickly things got messy oh my god because there, there was no time i in the best of circumstances even if he was in the bathroom i don't think he could have made it to the toilet it was that fast like really immediate and i said to him i was like well was it enough that you had to throw them out and he's like yeah but you know they were brief, why do you so need they... follow-up questions after <laughs> when somebody has to throw their underwear away like... you know what happened <laughs> It's like if you walked up and you saw chalk outlined in a bunch of bullet case and you're like, what happened here? Did a woman fall? No, we know what happened. Yeah. I had to throw my underwear. No, I just, it was tight. I just threw it out. And then he goes, please don't tell my boyfriend. What? Yeah. Yeah. Th that's even worse. It's like you you have to tell your boyfriend. You'd rather well, tell him you cheated was, on him and that's why you're not wearing underwear. Of, it was his boyfriend's favorite pair of underwear. They were pink. and were yeah <laughs> were yeah yeah oh no i know there's a it, it, a couple weird things just for anybody listening just as somebody who's been traveling for years a uh, uh, fun fact you always shit in the first floor of a hotel because there's never anybody people are in their room shitting so there's huh. no one at there's never anybody in the lobby so if you well, have to shit don't shit in a gas station what are you an animal you go to a Hampton Inn. That's what they're there for. Oh, I see you go saying. to the first floor. Like, you walk past the reception. They don't know if you're staying there or not. And you go. Uh, it's always where the gym or the pool is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, there's ne and they usually, it's clean. And it, it's just one stall. See, my concern was somebody at the front would be like, ma'am, ma'am. How would they know? <laughs> well, what, yeah. What have they been I guess working for three days straight? They don't know when you <laughs> right. checked in. That's true. That's very and true. And also, if you're super broke, like I was early in my career, you also just hang on to a Hampton, e, uh, Hampton Inn key and you eat their breakfast. Oh. Anytime you're on the road, you just stop in. <laughs> and hey, how that works. Yeah, because what are they going to do? Right. Are you staying here? Like, are you yeah. asking me because I'm a black man? Yeah. And also, if they really press it, you're like, here's my key. Do you want to run it? Yeah. <laughs> I hope Shout out Hampton Inn. They fed me for years. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't catch me eating at a Hampton Inn. But um, I used to, like when I lived in L.A., anytime. I mean, no CPK. No. Anytime uh, a guy would stay with me, I only had one bathroom. And so I would play this charade of running back and forth to the gym in my building to use the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not doing it. And I, I'm a lady. And so I would, like, ruin 
the bathroom in the gym and it was a tiny gym. Yeah. It's a it's a real thing and it, no one ever talks about it because you, when you go on that first date where you guys are not official but like after this you kind of will be but it's going to be a romantic weekend wherever you are it's going to be beautiful. No and it's, but this is even pre the days of the shit gap where they have those fancy yeah, barn doors or- that just have an inch even with the door shut because I I started to realize that girls would ha- have shat in my hotel room when they just come out and they shut the door immediately behind them. Oh, like that there's doesn't a, help. A guy chasing them. Yeah. And I'm like, why did you? And then I'm like, oh, and then there's a little funk when you're like, yeah. oh, no. It's terrible. Get there's up no... and open the sliding door no. to the balcony. So, I'm just going to take no. a look out here. <laughs> Beautiful St. Louis night. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I don't know. But how did, okay, let me, I've always wanted to say, ask somebody that's super honest, Corinne, how does a couple discuss the shitting situation? You have to have two bathrooms, and one bathroom is assigned to one person, and that's it. That's the end of the story. Okay, but the, you're the, the one that's in the couple. Ex- hotels are expensive. Oh, well, one person has to use the lobby. That's yes. the thing? Yeah. When you said that, I thought that's where you were going with it, because I even when I stay with friends, like, I just, it's a respect thing. I bring poopery, but also I will, whenever possible. Yeah, I mean, well, myself. you can time one out with a shower. You, you, you got to time but, your but first the, one with the shower. The moisture makes the smell stick around longer. It's worse. I know, but you know what I uh, what a girl told me, and I've done it ever since. If you have to shat it up before your shower, you take shampoo yeah. and you put it at the base of the shower. Yeah, and so then that it, just it gives keeps... you a little. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard that funk scent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a real thing. I told you I knew a girl that got herself sick. Uh, she went to an on to the islands with this girl with this guy. She was really interested in, and they had like a cabana that like barely had a door and she was like i'm not shitting in front of this guy i want to be my husband so she tried to hold it and she got herself sick she started violently throwing up she held it for like four days oh no you got impacted fecal syndrome yeah is that uh, a thing yeah syndrome? Well, somebody yeah yeah uh one person who we were just talking about on my facebook page um he was medevaced off survivor for that he ate a bunch of meat during a challenge they won a reward and he was like the meat is so tender and then they cut to he's writhing in pain and he's it's impacted fecal he can't get it out and they have to medevac him oh my god it does happen um well on to the next story i promised you a bumble story and you're gonna get one so i matched with this guy he's age appropriate just a few years younger than me um he's a lawyer and he's like handsome and i thought he seemed like he had his shit together. He has two kids, which we'll get to in a second. But I matched with him and it was Bumble. So I had to speak first. And I said, hi, I like that you want to meet versus message because that must be what his profile had said. And I said, I'm out of town this week and weekend, but would be down for drinks after that. I live in Lohi. Are you in the Denver area? And this is all like you guys have to know that obviously when I when the pink ring happened, I went on Bumble for like. 48 hours straight. Like you, you have I to. have got to meet someone else because I cannot wallow in the misery of you got to get that taste out of your mouth. You do. You do. Get that loser stink off. You. That's right. So he's like, hi, Corinne. Nice to meet you. I work downtown. My office is near Whole Foods. Um, so yes, I'm in Denver every day. I would definitely be down to grab a drink next week when 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 you're back. By the way, that's the white people only geolocate like that. No black people be like, hey, I'm right next to the Whole Foods. So. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, you mean the one by Union Station with all the homeless people? Uh, that terrifying one? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. so scary. They, they are just insane homeless people in front of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like World War Z down there. You take there. your life in your hands going to that Whole Foods. Um, he said. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, so really true. Do. That's why we both knew what you were talking yeah. about. He said, I have two boys that are six and eight, 50-50 custody. And next week I'm on. So I'd ha- it'd have to be an early happy hour. Um, also, I've always wanted to check out Broken Cage. So I said, oh, I've been to the Broken Cage only once. It's pretty good, but small. You need a reservation. I also like Room for Millie, which is where I took Pink Ring. 
Um, and it's a block from there. Same problem, but they have a great happy hour. I can do an early happy hour. He said, have heard great things. How about Friday, November 3rd? Would love to meet you for a 5 p.m. happy hour in Low High, Broken Cage, or a room for Millie. Whichever you like best, I'll get a reservation. I said, I can make that. Let's meet. He said, okay, perfect. I got a reservation at Broken Cage at 5 p.m., 11 slash 3. So we are, I mean, this is a lot of back and forth. That's October. Like Black Hawk Down. October 27th. He got the reservation. I look forward to meeting you. I said, oh, thanks for making the res. See you then. He said, absolutely. October 28th. Corinne. I'm very sorry, but I need to cancel drinks this Friday. Unexpectedly hit it off with another. And oh. I know my profile says something casual, but I'm really not a play the field guy. Apologies again. Dude. Oh, my God. The, you want to talk about loser stink? The fact that you met somebody but on August 27th. Right. And you are so smitten and you're so dumb because you're newly divorced and you don't understand how dating works that you have decided she's the one. Yeah. Like, you know, there's playing the field and then there's, I went on one date with somebody and I'm going to go on another date with someone else and I'm going to like see who I like. Oh, I was so heated. And it's just like, dude, whoever this Just unmatch is, me. Would you, you grow up with the the one? That that person does not exist. There, well, there's a bunch of people. You figure out which one works for you, kind of. Most people are broken. We are all, all damaged and dented a little bit. Stop looking for the one. What is this, He-Man? I mean, I just... I just found it. It's not not enough time had elapsed where this is a convincing like one day went by and he's like, oh, so I met the love of my life. What do you think happened? What that is what go? happened. He went on a date on the 27th with someone else and was like, oh, I love her. Kind of like what I did with Pink Ring, except yes. I am smart enough to understand that that isn't how it works. Except she didn't blow it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> maybe no, she blew him. It, maybe. Um, and now I have some very upsetting news. Uh-oh. Very upsetting. This popped up in like groups you might want to connect with. Please read the name of it out loud, sir. Okay. The group is Are We Dating the Same Girl, Denver Metro Area? Do you understand? I understand immediately. So the, there's now a group with almost a thousand members of guys doing the exact same shit we were doing. I'm surprised this I've got to be all over this. I've been on the apps for 10 years. I think I'm going to be subscribed. Oh my God. Oh my God. Can you? Do you even know what how to mean, log into your Facebook? I, what well, do you think like, there's an FBI background? No. Men in black? So they have, they're going to ask you a few <laughs> questions. Be cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. Please get in there. Yes. Oh, God. I just don't we will do know. We'll, we'll do that. We'll do that today. You bro. guys. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. You might have your own uh, chat room on there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone's. Well, not everyone. That's not true. Everyone over 6'3 has been on a date with me. That's fair. Okay. But you're not currently dating them. No. And I didn't do anything wrong. I mean, I podcasted about them. Some may argue that that's problematic. Um, you're allowed to talk about your life. I, I feel like I am. Yeah. What are you in a Mormon cult? You can talk. <laughs> well, speaking of, um, I, one of my friends sent me this text that I thought was so hysterical. Um, so he was listening to the episode, episode 42, where we talked about, we had a listener email that had race play. Yes. Which we thought was definitely the first time either of us have heard of that. I mean, I'd heard of race play. You had heard that word before? Yeah. I listen to Dan Savage. Oh, so, so like, I just started listening. To him. I don't think he's as good as you guys do. I like him. He's very practical. He's smart. His but advice I think, is good. I think he's probably uh, relationship advice 1.0. So if you've been listening to him for a while, you like him. But I think there's probably newer maybe people that you think. But I think his advice is pretty solid. Yeah, I, I would say he seems like he's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. But anyways, I had not heard of Race Play. Okay, so 
This is from one of our listeners, Nathan. Um, he is also the person that tells me all the Mormon things because he is ex-Mormon. Oh. That's why I said, speaking of. Okay. He said, during the listener email about the race kink play, I got up to go to the bathroom. He was on an airplane. The line at the front was long. So I went to the bathroom at the back of the airplane where I got far enough from my phone that my Bluetooth headphones disconnected and my podcast started playing from my phone, which was in my seat. The whole time I was in the bathroom, the entire plane got to listen to a story about the guy who wants to be called the N-word during sex. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's like a rough one. And then he just like went back to the seat and it's just blaring. And you mm -hmm. just have to just sit in it now. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And act like it's cool. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I listen to. And then a black guy in 27E send you a drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Well, um, a guy texted me today and I was in the car with Elise. And what he texted, I just like, I didn't like. It was he was like hitting on me. And what he said was like cheesy, I thought. And so I had hit play, you know, like so it would play for me the message. Like, like, uh, you know, a text message, but like you listen to it. Right. And we were in the car. We were talking. I was not driving, but we were in the car and it came up on the screen. So I just like hit. Okay. And so he says what he says in this message. And then she goes, ew. And I was like, yeah, I'm not responding to that. And then Siri goes, ew, I'm not responding to that. Send message. And I was like, oh my God, no. <laughs> It, yeah. Was it just corny or was it gross? It was just a bad, it was bad. It was a bad pickup line. It was just bad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, mm. yeah. yeah. Oh. So I almost really uh, embarrassed. Okay. Well, I was going to ask on a scale of one to 10, how worried are you about the, are we dating the same girl? I mean, I think. I think people have complaints about me, surely. But the reality is I go on like one date with somebody and then I ghost them or two dates. Like it's not like I'm not a catfish. I am who I say I am. I'm just a little bit picky. And I've only dated seriously one guy here. But I don't know what the narrative is on the other side, right? Because I can see girls are nuts. And like a lot of their red flags are just, oh, he didn't like you. They were like, you know, he, he we went on a date and then like he never called and we slept together. I'm like, well, that's kind of on you. Right. And, it, and that's so, okay too. And what would somebody prefer that you strung them along for four dates? I I think ghosting is the most civil thing. I I get that people are like, you're putting bad karma into the world by ghosting. I, that guy who texted me this whole diatribe about he found the one bef yeah. in 24 hours. I don't need it. Just unmatch me. Just ghost me. Yeah. It's fine. We don't need to. It, I completely it, agree. If I, I think was, we're in this overshare period where it's just like. Corinne, I want to talk to you about why I'm never going to talk to you again. We don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. I think also um, it's if you're dating somebody like I mean, dating, dating, like you've been going out with them for months, then, yeah, it's different. But if I go on a date with you or I don't even go on a date, I just match with you on an app like, fuck you. I can ghost you. Yeah, yeah we're not together. And also, I, I think my question, especially as it pertains to your situation, is if if I said, uh, Corinne, I'm newly single, I'm going to start dating again. And you say, good for you, Al. If I go and I hook up and lock down the first girl that I go on a date with, Ugh. you go, OK, Al, that's crazy. But if I date around and I'm like, I'm, you know, seeing a couple people, I could end up on this site. Mm -hmm. So what 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 are we no, what are we going to do? There's no do? winner. I only the only stuff I pay attention to on the site is the ones that are like. Here's his mugshot. He was arrested for domestic violence. He was like, you know, he keyed my car. I mean, some of the stories are wild, but the ones that are like, 
he was mean to me. Right. I felt like he didn't like me and he led me to believe he liked me at first and he's a narcissist. I'm like, all right, with the fucking keywords. I am so done with this. I'm a narcissist. I mean, I think I'm better than everyone. Oh, that's elitist. Yeah. I think I'm better than everyone else. In case you're listening and you thought you were better than me, I, I, you're not. I'm better than you. <laughs> okay. Here's the question to that because I wouldn't totally disagree, but I love that about you because you have standards that you'd like for somebody to meet. You have not settled because when people settle, they eventually begin to uh, have hostility towards that person because the things that whatever standards they weren't meeting, they're going to continue to not meet them over the course of years. And there's going to build up resentment like, oh, yeah, you still we still can't go on a vacation because you don't make over blah, blah, blah. Okay, so. What's wrong with you having standards? If your standards are so high, you never find anybody. So be it. That's but those me. are your standards. I don't understand. I don't either. Who's, who's allowed to make these decisions besides you? I don't know. My mom and dad tell me all the time, like, it's time you lower your standards. Like, it's time you date somebody. Like, my dad's not tall. And my dad is always, like, very offended that, well, he says, a man stands on his wallet, which is... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I thought he was going to say something emotional and no, uplifting. No. Yes. A man is as good as the, yeah. the leverage he has. A man over stands you. on his wallet, which yeah. is not wrong, but um, I still am not ready to lower the height parameters. And why should I? I got pink ring. I got a date with pink ring. I think you, okay. I think you could drop it down to six feet. No. Yes. Stop. Come on, Corinne. I'm saying no because no one is six feet. They're all 5'11. I'm, I'm six saying feet. they're Are you really? I really am. You're exactly six I'm feet. I'm exactly six feet. Okay. Well, there's one person that's exactly six feet, and it's Al, Al Jackson. So can you do 5'11"? No. No. Nope. How tall are you? 5'7"? Nope. That's not relevant. Okay. <laughs> I prefer tall, and I am not going to back down on that. It's... Unless you have a yacht. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. It's going to have to be a really compelling reason. What, what's, yacht, what's yacht height? I'll go as low as 5'9 for a yacht. I really, really want a yacht. I dated a guy who had a yacht for a little while years ago, and it was fucking awesome. Really? Yeah. It's rad. And this wasn't even like, I mean, it was a fuck you yacht. He had a lot of money, but it wasn't even like, you know, the fucking yachts in Mykonos. Like this was, he parked it in San Diego. Oh yeah, that dirt bag. Yeah. Wow. He was like, I'm I'm gonna take it to, you know, around the coast to Mexico and then to Miami. I was like, talk to me when we're in the greek isles like <laughs> jesus he had a crew i mean it's a yacht if you have a crew that's he a, big a crew. flex he couldn't do it himself he had a crew and he had lots of little toys on the yacht what happened with that well i i thought we were exclusive turns out i was incorrect and i was on the yacht i i had the ability to he was parked at, it was parked in a san diego marina and i had the ability to get on the yacht like with a you know without him on there and his maid had come and there was like a girl's picture up. And I was like, the fuck is this? And I asked him about it and he's like, oh, it's so-and-so. And I was like, who is that? And he's like, somebody else I'm dating? And I was like, what? And he's like, well, she sent me this picture and my maid must have put it. I didn't put it up. I was like, what the fuck? So I just started throwing shit overboard. And then uh, I had to call Richard to come get me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that was the end of that. Do you regret doing that? I could. I mean, I couldn't not do it. But he's you, lucky I didn't burn that fucking boat down. You, yeah. I mean, real lucky. The Ozarks, like no. But you said that you're kind of you'd be okay if your husband was out, like not in your face for two two weeks out of the month. So what, yeah, I can don't. You live with the idea of 
but he said it, wait, he should have, he could have sold me any story, but he was like, well, you're not the only person I'm dating. And I was like, what the fuck? You, th the you thought that you guys were exclusive? I mean, I thought we were, I'm sure I had an idea. He, he is who he is. And like. That what the fuck lost a lot of steam. <laughs> but you see, I, like it's, I, I have you in the San Diego Marina. Like. Right. This is, I fucking, I have These a boat to get into this boat. Water. Like, yeah, this yeah. is my yacht. Yeah. And I was so angry th with the way that he was so cavalier about it. And he happened to, not to give too much away about him, but he was raised uh, on a commune. And so he has this mentality of like, eh, we don't fuck each other. You know, like he says, he doesn't have, I think that's where it came from. I don't right. think he was trying to be mean, but I lost my fucking shit. Wow. All right. And can, can you assume that a guy with a yacht just doesn't have the ability to lie that well because he doesn't need to? I guess. <laughs> if you, if I, I had a yacht, I'd be like, Chris is like, like whose panties are these? I'd be like, those are, I think Chris, those, I don't I had know. like three girls. Some other they bitches. could have been yeah. one of three girls <laughs> yeah. in the last hour. Um, I don't know, but I want to say that just because I did that to one person's yacht doesn't mean I'll do it to your yacht. Please invite me to your yacht. But you're oh for one yachts. Oh, I did throw a lot of things overboard. What was the most expensive thing you threw over? Besides the relationship. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I just started grabbing because her picture was on the desk. So everything else on the desk, like anything I could grab, I was just throwing. And then, you know, he kicked me off the boat and then I had to call Richard. Oh, to get picked up from the docks? I was like, so I'm in San Diego. Things didn't go that well with so-and-so. And he's like, oh. Where huh? was he? He used to have a house in San Diego. Okay. And so uh, I was like, this is going to get a taxi and I'll just be over there. Uh, oh. He's like, oh, I'll come get you. Oh. Um, anyways, time. I would like to hear final thoughts. We have two yes. and a half minutes. Let's go, Chris. Tell us what you think. Well, first of all, that was not a good sell for a new yacht guy. Yeah, I yeah, know. That's super problematic. <laughs> I look. I'm I have six been... one and a half, by the way, legit. Oh, nice. I have been on many a private jet, and I haven't thrown anything off those. Okay. So, just throwing it out there. PJ money is also good. So a lot of a uh, lot of dicks and shit in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a lot of that. Uh, is shit shit pants guy a listener of this pod? No. Okay, because if he but was, he, he said, probably just he shit knows, his pants listening yeah, to this. Yeah, he knows that I have the pod, and he was like, you can tell the story, but you leave my name out of it. Yeah, so That's rough. All right, I looked up the QR yeah. code for the My One Condoms, and this is what pops up. Made for one very specific penis, <laughs> yours. I thought they were going to say it's a one-time use only. I'm like, yeah, that's how most condoms work. Ten lengths, nine widths, 52 condom sizes. Oh, my God. And there's even a little testimonial in quotes. I got to get down to it. I mean, we good. need somebody out there listening. Please buy these and give me your feedback. Here it is. Quote, I have never found a condom that truly fits until I found you. Thank you. Oh, that's a that's a small penis, man. And then finally, I, I just wanted to point out that uh, for Halloween this year, I dressed up as Aaron Rodgers on ayahuasca. Oh, my God. That's such a good costume. And we had a staff costume contest at work and, and the host voted. And I got one vote and I got a little inside intel that it was Al who voted. Oh, for my me. God. So I just want to say thank you, my Oscar losing friend. Well, why? <laughs> hold on. What what made it that he was on ayahuasca? Were you throwing up in a bucket? No, I had like glasses on that had swirly. Uh, like the Dr. Demento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that, Chris. That's so creative. I, th I thought it was cool. I thought it was a, a very cool uh, costume. And uh, I just want to say, uh, Corinne, I'm really proud of you for being so honest Thank on this you. episode. Like you're a gangster and you really like uh, laid out. You, you're a true hero for people with IBS. 
<laughs> yeah, there was a hashtag, uh, hot girls with IBS. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I think we got time because I started a little early, 60 second story. Uh, when I was in grad school, this is when the uh, Janet Jackson Super Bowl was happening. There was a uh, black girl in my class um, that I really liked, crazy dope body. And I had a Super Bowl party, me and my, my roommate, Greg. And, you know, we just got a, uh, one of those cheap party trays from like the grocery store. It's got like chicken cutlets and just terrible stuff. And I didn't realize she had IBS. And she told me ahead of time, she was like, I can't have any pepper, salt, anything. So, I mean, these are untouched. Grocery store just took that clear lid uh, off. Yeah. And she ate a couple. Oh, it's probably fucking E. coli on top of the pepper and salt and everything else. Baby girl from the second quarter on. Including Janet Jackson being sexually assaulted. Mm -hmm. This girl was in, and this is a one bedroom. She was fighting in her life in your bathroom. She, she was in the bathroom, and it's like twenty-two people mm -hmm. there, so it's like everyone knew because she was in there for so long, and she was crying, and like aye, people were talking aye. through the door, and it was just like, uh, just to give everybody else hope. I still went after her. Okay. Not that night. I let well, her clean yeah, up. Yeah. No bidet yet, but <laughs> yeah. you're not trust everything went down. Right on. But you know what? There's always hope. There's mm -hmm. always a, a, a dude that's still be like, hey, come over here, shit. Yeah. All right, take us home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And with that, guys, I'll tell you, I hate to leave you, but I will tell you this. Take this one piece of advice with you. This is not a podcast about perspective. Nope, that's not how it goes. This is not a podcast <laughs> about life. It's a podcast about safety pinning used condoms to your Halloween costume. So gross. <laughs> Love you guys. Happy Halloween.